Trashlings. Trashlings. Welcome back to another episode of the Demon Trash Podcast. Yay. Yay. Wow. Um, do like an edit there. Like a sparkly rainbow. I'll decide. Okay. Um, <laughs> guys, hi. Welcome back to another episode of the Demon Trash Podcast. It's good to be here. Um, hey, I've got exciting news. What? We were featured in Voyage magazine. Oh my god, yeah. And they called us Rising Stars. Rising Stars. It definitely hasn't gone to our heads at all. I am not <laughs> thinking about buying hype beast clothing at all. <laughs> like, I'm not thinking that I can afford a house out in the hill country next week. Like <laughs> I am fine. I'm so humble. And I'm not yeah. thinking like someone's going to stop me in the street and be like, oh my God, are you. Are you the demon trash girl? If someone, if that happened to me, I would literally it's just. It's happened die. at like events with people in our circle. No, like podcast, like podcast po- circles, other podcasters. But which like, was already impressive. If to I was, me. if I was stopped in the street like right now and be like, are you this person? Like, I guarantee you, like 100%, I would look disgusting. Oh, yeah. Like, I'd be sweaty and gross. Like, I'd also be, like, working, probably. Yeah, this is all So, I'd be like, I gotta go. <laughs> like, yeah, like, um, yeah, like, oh, sorry, I'm headed to the Louis store. <laughs> I'm really late to pick up my huge shipment of things. Uh, anyway, but yeah, shouts out to Voyage Magazine. That was really yeah. cool. And um, linked in our link tree. <laughs> if you guys want to check that out. It's basically interviewing us about our story and, and, and all that. And it's fun. Our story. Our story. Uh, how we got started and all that jazz. But we're going to hop right into it because we are covering a lot today. We got a guest later. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. You know her. We love her. Um, we're going to be talking about tarot, astrology, TikTok, all of it. It's going to be a good one. So stay tuned. But we're going to hop right into what we always do, which is our Demon Trash Rising stars, everyone. Yeah. Like, the talent, honestly, is sickening. <laughs> like, the talent is... Like, disgusting. Like, <laughs> we should stop. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Uh, sure. Um, my demon trash moment is... Uh, so, essentially, like, as a household, we all started this, like, workout bet. Because we're all trying to be get our revenge on summer bodies i was thinking about this yesterday because you know how alicia keeps saying alicia's our roommate alicia keeps saying like i'm getting my revenge body and we're all just like revenge on who though yeah and i was thinking to myself literally this came to me yesterday i was like who am i getting revenge on and i realized myself (laughs) (laughs) i'm getting revenge on myself because good god um but uh i'm breaking up with my old self and if you're a long time trashling We've done this before. We've done and it this worked. Before. It works until it doesn't. Until it doesn't. <laughs> until a pandemic hits and existential crisis is just like killing you and weighing on you. <laughs> anyway, so we're doing this, you know, to be healthier and um, <laughs> I don't know, just to move our bodies because like I feel like I'm going it like turning into a statue. Also, I'm tired of paying for a gym membership. That I don't go to. Yeah, definitely, for sure. But um, so the bet is like we first start out working out 
three times a week for an hour for three weeks and it goes up to four for four weeks and five for five weeks so this is a very long like bet. It's a 12 week program <laughs> a program but um yeah so we're working out but the thing is i keep like sabotaging myself because like, I, like i've been eating <laughs> italian subs for like three days in a row i didn't have one yesterday and i'm proud of myself where are you getting them from uh well the first one we had is when we got sandwiches so from jimmy john's John's. and then i went to jersey mike's okay and i went back to jimmy john's okay um but i just feel like like if you think about like an italian sub Mm -hmm. so unhealthy like probably one of the most unhealthiest thing you could eat like such processed like meat like everyone knows like deli meat is like so bad for you so eating literally (laughs) Like a whole charcuterie board to myself in a sandwich. Yeah, it is essentially a charcuterie board like in a bun, (laughs) like in a sub. But it's so good. It is fire. And I don't know, like I'm just like that kind of person when I have something that I like, I just want to keep eating it. Mm. So like I had one recently, like for the first time and I was like, this is fucking fire. So I just want to keep having them. Yeah. Like, and I just think about getting another Italian sub when I can get the next one. Right. When is it, like, appropriate? Do you know Mm. what I mean? Yeah, it's funny because I've kind of had the similar thing where I'm, like, I'm working out and it's great. And I'm, like, trying to be healthy, eating the apple and peanut butter slices instead of going for potato chips. But then um, throughout the day, I'm just grazing on chocolate bars. (laughs) So... Yeah, for lunch the other day, I had a protein shake and then a side of leftover fries. So, like, <laughs> things are going well, basically. <laughs> Honestly, I think we just have, like, way too much unhealthy shit in the house. Like, we just don't have healthy stuff. Yeah, and then we order from, like... Trash like, Manor just, like, needs... Yeah, and then we get our groceries delivered and, and, the, and the produce, like, is always, like, trash. Like, yeah. they gave... They brought us potatoes that already had, like, eyes on them and that pissed me off. Yeah. So we need to, like, get back into the habit of going to the grocery store. I think so. Because I've been, like, looking, like, making observations around me. Like, I look at what, like, really skinny people eat, and it's a salad. Like, 100%. Yeah. I mean. Like a tofu salad. Honestly, it's just, like, a habit, dude. You know, because your body's just, like, give me that sugar. Give me that fat when you're eating that all the time. Mm -hmm. But then when you're, like, not eating that stuff all the time and you're eating, like, fruits and veggies your body's like give me those fruits and veggies so that's what but my, my body never seems to say yeah that. i'm like my body's <laughs> never done that before <laughs> like i had a brief stint where that was happening to me and i thought you know am i better than everybody <laughs> but it's just that ha- that's gone away so anyway well stop eating italian subs maybe we need to do a diet bet which we did do briefly but we, did. we discovered that you were a cheater, McCheaterson. Well, it was to eat a salad. It didn't say I couldn't eat anything else. Okay, so. okay. It was salad for dinner. I'll have you know. Salad for dinner with a side of another dinner. With a side of tacos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you only eat like once a day, which I was doing, like oh, wow. I, it was kind of like, well, see, then it's your fault. I'm starving. So, yeah. um, cool. Well, um, health. Health is. All right. Um, so you know how last week uh, we talked about. Um, well, I talked about having like fictional men that fill my heart mm-hmm. in my mind palace. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I have been reading a lot, and uh, we talked about our favorites, and so you can go there for that, but our last episode. But um, it turns out, and I love how much I've been reading. I've been reading a lot, listening to Audible and all of these things, and um, it's great, and I love that I'm back in the habit of doing that. Um, but it turns out that um, I have one motivator mm-hmm. because I'm I'm noticing that I'm starting to get bored like reading and I'm like why am I getting bored like this was fulfilling me so much and then I'm like skimming ahead to find out like when do these characters ever fuck (laughs) like is there any fucking in this like is anyone like making out is there sex in this like is it steamy is there a dark daddy like and then now I'm having to go on like audible and amazon and I'm reading um like book reviews and trying to find my dark daddy smut books because I'm like oh those are the next ones I'm going to read and I'm like oh the only motivator I have is I'm literally just reading like dark daddy smut enemies to lovers dagger to the throat while kissing like I'm like I'm fucked up and I'm toxic and um do I need therapy probably but I mean it brings me joy it is the only thing that is getting me to read and honestly like Reading is what successful people do. (laughs) And if that means I have to do it through smut, like, I don't see, like, what the difference is because it's still, like, getting my juices flowing. Not Okay, wait, wait, wait. Scratch it. It's getting getting my... Oh, fuck. Well... She's keeping there. That we in. go. Yeah. There, there There's it is. The clip. There it is. It's- no, like that's the truth coming. Out. <laughs> it's because you just want to. Your motivator is literally porn. Like, yeah, smut. yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, and you know what? Like, people are like, "Oh, th- that's so gross. That's so gross." All right, I. First off, porn is like the biggest thing ever, and also there is plot and there is world building. I'll have you know. God, it takes more than just a sex scene to get me going. I need to know <laughs> there has to be world building. There has to be, be high lore. fantasy. It has to be high fantasy. It has there to has be. There has to be prophecies being oh, fulfilled and mating bonds happening. <laughs> like a, lo- a love to last the ages. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It, like It needs to be destiny, fate, all those combined. Yes. No, I came to this like the, a similar realization. Like we were talking about how last week how it's just like, it's it's not just the smut it's the plot too but then i think i realized like i started listening to other books and i listen like i just listened to like prior of the orange tree and it's a great book great fantasy book but then i realized it's not necessarily like there was a little bit of smut in it it was fine but um i realized it's not like good plot that i want it's like a certain kind of plot that i want and the and the plot involve has to involve some like brooding male figure who's been around for hundreds or thousands of years Mm -hmm. waiting for the girl to like change him and like that's the only plot that interests me and i think that's what it is dark daddy romance romance. like in prior the orange tree there is like romance and like all this like you know great world building dragons really badass female characters which is like what i love about like the like sarah j mass's books and um you know from blood and ash but there was not i was missing my dark daddy yeah and they were good but it was just it didn't it didn't tick all my boxes do you know what i mean right 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 so 
I think that's something I need to work through in therapy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, no, just... I don't think so. I don't think I'm going to stop. And I, you know, it, it brings me joy. And I don't think it makes me a bad person. I don't think it impacts me in any way. It's a healthy... It's not hurting anyone. It's not hurting literally anybody. Except for Raven. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Raven's feelings. Well, he, like, look at this. Now, he's like, why are you so obsessed with Ben Barnes? And I'm like, see, this is why you're a big, big, dumb, dumb fool. I am not obsessed with Ben Barnes. This is Ben Barnes as the Darkling in Shadow and Bone. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just don't understand what's so difficult to get about that. I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people, mostly women like us, are, they get it. Yeah. I don't get why he can't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. But those are our demon trash moments. We are addicted to... Uh... Smut and food. <laughs> <laughs> Taurus. Pisces. <laughs> All right, guys. Let us know what your demon trash moments are. Let us know how you are a trashy, trashy, disgusting little goblin. And we love you. All right. Send them in. And we'll be right back after this break. Pretend you're like you're scrolling. Pretend like you're scrolling. Stop. If you came across this, this reading is probably for you like (laughs) exactly (laughs) guys that's what we're gonna talk about today we're gonna (laughs) a crazy good intro guys i know (laughs) tarot and astrology and like witch talk spiritual talk Mm -hmm. astrology talk tarot talk Mm -hmm. i want to talk all about that because and even like on youtube and such because i feel like am i wrong do you feel like like we've talked about this before like how we you know we've talked about this content creator before on youtube like watching tarot readings for our zodiac signs on youtube before Mm -hmm. but don't you feel like with tiktok and stuff that it's kind of like exploded like kind of like to like new heights oh it's blown up for sure okay cool because i i was like is it just because it's like my algorithm or just like the content that i watch but i really do feel like it's a big part of it because like there's all these memes going around for these boys being like you know you know (laughs) these girls out here asking for our signs like our birth times and our birth charts or if like he already knows yo if he already knows his like birth if he knows his natal chart he's been with an astrology ho yeah 100 percent. or have you seen the ones where he's like Oh, I hope what I'm put throwing down these crystals, and he's yeah. like, I hope a like a thick white girl, which white witchy white girl doesn't follow me home, right? right Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah, and he's yeah, like yeah. throwing down like crystals, yeah. So, so it's like, like it's definitely like a thing, um, and I think that I mean again, we love this content, and like I'm really not trying to be shady at all because there's that I love this content. I really feed into this content. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether like we vibe with it or take away from it is like whatever, you know what I mean? Like, but there are times where I'm like a little sus of the content. You're sus? Like for me, like if I come across a TikTok that says like, if you came across this TikTok, a Gemini is obsessed with you. Like for me, like that's, that's Bible. Like, of course there's a Gemini obsessed with me. TikTok told me so. Okay, you're kidding. So uh, I was like, for a second, I was like, okay. <laughs> like, but you said something to me last week that I take everything you say too seriously mm-hmm. because I'm a gullible person and I'm very trusting. So sorry. Um, there are readers and astrologers out here doing readings on 
pop culture, um, finances, what crypto or stocks to invest in based off planetary alignments and the phases of the moon. There are people out here uh, telling you um, your reading or like your horoscope. There's like the reading for the day, week, month, year, decade, life, life, life. There's like astrology and then there's tarot reading right. and there's just the there is so many people and I just notice a lot like there's kind of like an uptick in people wholeheartedly believing what these people say mm-hmm. literally taking the advice given and fully following it like to a T like Mm -hmm. to a T especially when it comes to like finances Mm -hmm. and stuff oh there's even there I've seen some for like um uh like protesting and political uprising what to look out for really yes oh my god yes but what what really started to get me was that I saw so I saw like these the the TikToks where it's like you know stop this reading's meant for you. Mm-hmm. And I remember specifically seeing this one creator. I won't say who because I'm not trying to be shady. But they were pulling cards. And I don't have like, I'm not an expert when it comes to tarot. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not. But I've read, I've done a few personal readings. I have my own tarot cards. I have books for it. And I remember like him pulling a card and saying, like, it was the first card. And it, like, I just remember like he's told me like he said he told me he said in his TikTok that this card meant something and that something was coming and it was like someone's trying to be shady towards you and all of these things. But like the card I knew was like that's not like not what it meant. But Mm -hmm. then again, who am I to be like? I think you're wrong. Right. Right. But then that's when I saw another TikTok that was from this girl on TikTok. She's like really big on witch talk. And she did a TikTok about how she's seeing a lot of tarot TikTok creators mm-hmm. basically pulling cards and basically being like, you know, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Like these. And so then yes. I was like, oh shit. That means there are people out here that I might have been listening to in terms of like tarot reading advice or horoscopes right, or astrology right. that actually have never studied it a day in their life. Right. And they picked up a tarot deck and were like, I'm going to get these motherfucking views. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then I was just like really trying to be like, oh shit. Like I started questioning. Well, obviously like I never really like thought about it, but I was like, there has to be some sort of like legitimacy of this because yeah. it is kind of a booming industry. Oh, off, yeah. It's a booming industry. And it's like, there has to be the occult in like witchcraft i feel like has really like blown out because of tiktok Mm -hmm. like it's because it's also like i also want to like this is kind of like probably controversial to say but like it's also i think like very much like especially with gen z see it as very much an aesthetic oh yeah i was about to say that i feel like it's becoming very like trendy and aesthetic e to be like a to be interested in crystals to be interested in tarot yeah to be interested in like witchcraft and all that but i i do think like i the reason why i love this content specifically and i think like you love it for the same reason is because it is very centered around um self-growth 
Mm-hmm. Like it is a lot about manifesting. Like specifically, yeah. I love that kind of content because it is kind of taking an inward look. Now, a lot of the people that I do watch are have been doing this for years you know yeah. they're, they're like and and again to any trashlings who are like this is such bullshit like i don't believe in this stuff that's totally fine maybe this episode isn't for you or you can keep listening and maybe you'll find it interesting but there you know there are people out here like reiki masters people with psychology degrees who you know talk to you about manifesting and you know say oh these crystals help are helpful for this tarot readings to help get guidance give guidance and astrology for all of that so You know, I think it's great to believe Mm -hmm. in and I but I also do take things with a grain of salt. It's like, you know, if they're doing a reading on you and it's relevant to you, great. If it's not, then it's like whatever. You know what I mean? Um, Because I've had situations like we've talked about it before, like um, we've talked about it before. So I'll mention her again is the quietest revolution. Amber Mm -hmm. Khan on YouTube and Instagram. She's done readings for like the for Taurus, right? Mm -hmm. Where it was literally like to a t mm-hmm. like down to she gives dates specific like she's yeah. like come on the you know like on on june 14th for example it'll sh- like it, this is going to happen or there, you're going to have this like turning point and it was mm-hmm. just like it it happened you know how does she know well i think she's starting to study astrology and stuff now too well she is very like into that she does give like a lot of like planetary alignments and all of these things and and so um yeah I just kind of realized and I just see like a lot of like links between tarot and astrology and I started wondering like you and I started wondering like how is this stuff linked like Mm -hmm. if I'm gonna be a consumer of this content I feel like I want to like understand it more I want to understand it more and be able to like know like if I what I'm filling my head with is like real like (laughs) do you know what I mean is that are like what I'm coming across is this person like authentic are they like do they have they actually practiced this for years or like or did they just like you said pick up a tarot deck because I think a lot like I think it's getting so popular because it's like it's getting more readily available but like that's the thing though it's like that means like anyone can put anything on the internet so it's like and then as and a consumer and make money and then as a consumer it's like a lot of people like will just like come across something and be like, OK, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and it's like, I, I don't know. I just I, I think this shit is interesting and I just kind of want to break it down. So we thought, let's call a fucking expert. Mm-hmm. And so we did. We did. We called our witch that bitch. Mac Jagger Tarot. She just opened up her space like she has her own tarot reading space um here in austin she's been featured in forbes guys she's an icon right she knows what she's talking about she's got a client list the number is huge mm-hmm. i don't know i'm not gonna say i'm gonna let her say it but yeah. it's fucking massive and i think that i mean there's a lot of people who have been doing this legitimately for a long time with clientele that you wouldn't believe mm-hmm. like she mentioned some people that she works with and i was like really yeah <laughs> like what mm-hmm. and it's like they're they're calling for tarot readings like <laughs> you know it it is i think like i think in my own personal opinion i do think there's a little bit of legitimacy here mm-hmm. but you have to be going to the people who know what the fuck they're talking about mm-hmm. have studied this i mean astrology is like math sis it is like 
they're working with like degrees and like <laughs> I, I don't even know like I can't even like fathom it, it it's like it's it. so much like literal math graphs they say things like conjunct <laughs> like <laughs> squares and eclipsed you know yeah, what who, I mean? who actually knows what that means I, not me. experts scientists i yeah. guess like it's basically like a lot of math and shit and anyway so we're gonna talk to her about it and ask some questions about this because i feel like a lot of us are curious about that and have mm-hmm. never really thought about it it's mm-hmm. like why is it that people are so obsessed with doing tarot readings for their zodiac sign all of a sudden i just like like i just never like really stopped to think about it like how is this relevant Mm-hmm. And also, like, I have gone through YouTube videos to see, like, if the Taurus tarot reading was similar to another Taurus tarot reading from a different person. Mm-hmm. And it was. Oh, really? Yes. Very similar. <laughs> uh, even some of the same cards. Wow. I have cross track. I have done some research, people. <laughs> I've done research and I've seen it. And I've seen it for Pisces as well. I've seen it for a lot of them. And it's mm-hmm. very, very interesting to me. And so I'm I'm, I'm really, really excited to kind of break it down, ask you some questions, and really get to the hard-hitting questions. Because there is a legitimacy within this business. Oh, yeah. It, to some extent. Um, whether you believe in it. It's not whether they are. Because also I think a lot of people get the confusion between medium psychics and tarot readers. Yeah. And put them all in one group. And that's not the case. Mm-hmm. That's not the case at all. They're not claiming to do the same things. Yeah. Unless they're claiming to be a psychic tarot reader. Yeah. So I kind of just want to talk about it because I love this subject. I think it's very, very huge. Especially on TikTok. I think... Zillennials, millennials, we love this shit because, you know, we are looking for answers. Answers. We are lost. <laughs> and we're looking for people to tell us. It's a what messy to do. world. It is a messy <laughs> world. But if there's one thing we can rely on, it's the planets. <laughs> All right, guys. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Mac Jagger Tarot to talk and it'll be fun hey trashlings we just wanted to remind you all to follow us on our social medias we don't want you our besties to miss out on any of our content so make sure you follow us on instagram at demon trash podcast tiktok at demon trash cast with youtube we have two channels we have the demon trash podcast channel which is the one you're watching this podcast on now and then we also have our demon trash youtube channel which we just do a lot of fun content like we movie reacts stuff. and it's we'll fun. be playing games and we you know we're just our goofy gal selves over there <laughs> uh but you can find all of this info at demontrash.com which is going to be updated weekly now mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> go over there it has everything also guys don't forget to rate and review us on whatever podcasting platform that you are using it really helps small shows like us out um Give it a five-star rating. Go on. Don't be shy. Uh, And if you have demon trash friends, which I know you do because you're a disgusting piece of trash like us, go and tell them. Share it with them. I'm sure they'll like it since you like it, you disgusting piece of trash. And if you like what we do here, you want to help us keep the lights on. (laughs) and uh, spare some pennies you can support us over at anchor.fm slash demon trash again that's anchor.fm slash demon trash for as little as 99 cents a month or whatever you feel like shelling over it is the reason why we have these lights and these studio space now studio this is xander our boy (laughs) um and you guys help us 
do all this for you. So thank you guys so much to all the trashlings who are already doing that. We really love you and thank you so much for your support. All right, back to the show. Hi, Mac. Hey, guys. Hi, welcome. Thank you for coming back and, um, you know, just hanging out and vibing with us. Uh, you said you have a demon trash moment. I do. I'll keep it really brief because I know we have a lot to talk about today, but I just like felt that you both needed to hear this. So I was <laughs> like listening, catching up on some of your episodes in preparation for today. And I was listening to the one that y'all talked about, like the reasons why women fall in love with serial killers or like, <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah, yeah, the, and that, um, yeah. I, I learned that that like primarily is motivated by women who are attracted to criminals, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah. I, Cause I've always thought Richard Ramirez was really hot. I was always really relieved to find out that he had bad teeth and like bad breath. Cause it would have been a turnoff for me. Cause like, I That's totally, nice I would have fucked right? him and then be like, Oh my God, you guys always told you he was weird, but like, I is mean, this, that's a night stalker. Yeah, right? he's so hot. But like, I mean, not the killer people. Not, not the fact that he's a killer, but like right, just right, physically right. he's course, like, like, that's my type. And I like, I totally would have like, I would have had sex with him. And then been like, oh my God, I told you the guys was, that, that guy was a fucking weirdo. But like, <laughs> anyway, that's not really what I just was like, I learned a new fact because yeah. I did not know that women, um, that's like the motivation. Cause like, I definitely don't think serial killers are hot. Now Richard and I are definitely done now that I know he's, yeah. you know, a mm-hmm. serial killer and I think he's also up. dead. Also the bad teeth would not be, it wouldn't work for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Um, but I, I was just thinking, I'm also, I have dated my fair share of criminals. Like, I mean, I guess. <laughs> Haven't we all said? I, I, uh, like, I don't really anymore. That doesn't mean I wouldn't. Mm. The right one game along. Um, but is them being criminals the main motivating factor? Or, of, or are they just hot? No, they're just they're hot. Okay. And like, honestly, they're crime. I don't want to know anything about it. Like, you like, uh, so re- You recently, murdered a few people. I don't need to know. Well, no, not that. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm more like, I mean, Kian said the best head comes from a thug. And I was like, let me test that, t- let me test that <laughs> shit. And she was right. Like, listen, but like, you know, like the, the recently on East 6th Street, like that horrible thing that happened oh, where there was like, oh, yeah. so I was thinking like the last time I was in East 6th Street, there was definitely like an active shooter situation and but i was like i'm from indianapolis i've been around some active shooter situations yeah. i'll just order my pizza and i like looked over at the guy who was dating i was like we were very chill about that and he like and then i was like oh this motherfucker's got a gun like, <laughs> like we good like we gonna take extra pepperoni and we gonna need that to go but like we good so um i was like mm, that's interesting but then also today i was like just mercury has stationed which we're gonna be talking about astrology but mercury is stationed direct and i don't know if y'all have known but technology has just been a real bummer lately and I've been feeling that and basically this morning I was just like I knew that I was at my breaking point with frustrations because my internet was so slow I was listening to a murder podcast and I had to turn it off because I just kept thinking good for you and I wasn't (laughs) sure if I was thinking about the murder or the the victims I think it was both I was just like really genuinely just jealous for everybody in the situation I was like good for y'all like I'm so happy for you like genuinely I've never I was the happiest I've been for someone in a long time was for both the murderers and the murderees in this podcast and I was like like, I'm gonna turn this off this <laughs> like oh you died wow good for you like, i anytime an older celebrity dies i'm like oh my god couldn't have happened to a better person i'm so I, good for you when jessica mitchell died i was like god good for her you yeah know? Like, be done with this. good yeah, yeah, right. god what a what a treat what a treat what a treat <laughs> always remember always remember <laughs> well I, I love that yeah no um yeah, I think uh, the thing is, is like, yeah, women just love. I think there's just like a little part of us that likes our significant other to be just like a hint of violence. Well, I wouldn't. I, these are not. These <laughs> are not the violence. In my experience, these are not the. Um, 
they're not the keepers, you know, but mm. they're they're no, around they're for a reason. Um, but don't call me, you know, when right, right, goes right. south. I don't want to know about it. Yeah. Um. Uh, I uh. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I I don't have qualified <laughs> immunity, so don't don't. I'm, I'm, I'm not your bonnie. Get, yeah, <laughs> I'm not getting caught up in that shit. Don't bring it to my house. But like, right. It's cool if like that's what you're doing when you're not with me. Like whatever, it's not my business. Right. I love that. <laughs> Keep it over there. Um, well, great. Well, uh, did you want to intro yourself, um, really quick? Oh, yeah. So, um, I am Mac Jagger of Mac Jagger Tarot. Um, I, um, am an intuitive consultant. I do specialize in working with tarot, as my name might imply. I have actually worked with tarot for about 22 years now. And for the last four years, it has been, um, my occupation. I do work with clients all around the world. I specialize in working with corporate clients. And I, um, also just opened up a space here in Austin, up in the Arboretum. So I have my own tarot loft here. And, I have been a longtime partner of Airbnb Experiences, so I um, also bring in um, clients from visiting here. But I, I um, yeah, I uh, work with a global client base and I have established a business in Austin. So it's what I do. Shnikon, one of a kind. <laughs> Never done a boss ass bitch. She's a boss ass bitch. <laughs> uh, she's our witch, that bitch, Mac Jagger. We love you. Um, thank you so much for coming in. And we, you know, we kind of talked about a little bit about this, but we really want to talk about. Zillennials, TikTok, and just the boom of astrology and tarot on this platform. And, you know, it's big on Instagram and YouTube, but I think really there's just in the last couple of years, we've really seen it blow up mm-hmm. like on social okay. media. Even just this just last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. for sure. And so, yeah, we just have a couple questions for you that we kind of want to break down because I think I do want to just put in like a sense of like understanding uh, and legitimacy because I think a lot of people buy into um, tarot and astrology and they really kind of listen to whoever's pulling cards right and I Mm -hmm. don't necessarily think that's my opinion I don't necessarily think that's wise I think that people should be like seeking out people who maybe know what the fuck they're talking about yeah, I would. I would as a person who objectively knows what the fuck they're talking about. Um, right. mm-hmm. I would say yes. Um, basically, so let's take a step back beyond tarot. Tarot is a modality. It's a tool. But divination is the larger practice that they're engaging in. And that's a form of magic. And magic is like Wu-Tang Clan. It's like it's truly nothing to fuck with. Like you got to know what you're doing to be a practitioner of magic. That's not to say that tarot can't be useful for anybody at any skill level because it absolutely can. I'm an advocate of tarot being for everybody if you want it to be. So that's maybe a separate conversation. But anytime we're working with divination, you're going to want to kind of follow a golden rule of take what works for you, leave what doesn't. That's just in the space Mm -hmm. of divination. Now, if you're working and looking at the potential of the future, and I am... um, I am actively, uh, I, ethic, I actively do not make predictions about the future because it's an ethical violation for me of someone else's agency, which is something that I take very seriously. I, I follow a code of ethics that I have div- divined for myself with my guides and predicting the future is not one of them. But I do talk about the future. And so when I talk to people about the future, I always say, leave room for this to gel and connect later if that's going to be what happens. And many times it does. But you also have agency as to how you respond to things, mm-hmm. which is really important. So that brings me to, to my larger point, which is not just about divination but just about being a human which is we have little brains up here and they're designed for critical thinking and Mm -hmm. you want to really work on that as a skill you know critical thinking is a skill and so anytime anyone's trying to convince you of something and it's not to say I'm ever trying to convince anybody of anything because trust me I am not but if you are 
taking anyone's advice, be it your intuitive consultant, that's what I do, or if you are taking, honestly, your lawyer's advice, like your doctor's advice, which I'm not a lawyer or a doctor, please do not ask me about legal or health things. I will tell you to go to see a lawyer or a doctor, but anybody who's kind of presenting themselves as an authority over something in some sort of space, please check their credentials. Please get a Mm -hmm. second opinion if you need to. Please trust your instincts. There's so many things that go into what you might receive from a tarot reading, and it really shouldn't just be what I say to you. It should be really more that what that sparks in your own experience to really, like, get the most out of it. Right, which brings me to our first question, which is, you know, because we did kind of preface all of this with saying that there are people out here essentially working with astrology and tarot, uh, giving things like financial advice what to what to um invest in based off you know the alignment of the planets phases of the moon your sign all of it and so how do you like how do you even know who's an expert i mean yeah. are there credentials you know somebody has a fucking plaque on the wall that has a degree is there is that like does that exist within your work okay so we're going to need to break down probably a lot of that because mm-hmm. here's the thing. So for instance, I am not a therapist. Right. I, am, I don't have that license, did not go to school for that. I, do, I, I, I am in therapy. Everyone should be based on my, <laughs> my story earlier. I went to therapy today. Um, you know, we're working on it. But I think, um, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not a therapist. So, but I work in a similar way. And a lot of times people tell me, Oh, a lot of what you're saying has been coming up in my therapy sessions. Great. If you are interested in um, working with mystical sources for your financial life, that's not that's that's not a, that's not a bad idea you're going to want to work with whatever tools you can work with an accountant too work with an expert too right. work with someone who knows the markets yeah. and also maybe also work with an astrologer you know why conservative politics are what they are today ronald reagan and joan quigley who's joan quigley you might ask ronald reagan's astrologer that's the reason why this shit still actually is around because he planned it with the planets but he also consulted more than just joan quigley on his decisions he also i mean I'm sure he experts I disagree with because Mm -hmm. fuck Ronald Reagan, but he did also consult experts and Joan Quigley. He consulted both. And so look, that shit's still in place. So if you want to make smart financial decisions, I would be talking to both of your, both an astrologer who maybe is more in tune with that. Um, And the thing is astrology is the study of time um, and, and of history. So um, Uranus is in Taurus right now. So bitch, I would not be investing in nothing because it didn't go well. Great depression. Never heard of it. You should look it up. Um, But anyway, Way. also crypto crashed constantly yeah uranus and taurus don't play but that is um why i'm not investing um because my astrologer shout out to alita told me not to but that's also because of history not because it's really that's that's yeah in, in the decisions i make based on astrology are based on things that these planets have done before so yeah talk to you yeah, talk to both would be my recommendation in that space but to go to your larger question of like I think we need to define a couple things because divination is a big umbrella and most of divination is intuitive. And there, that's why astrology is sort of 
it is in the divination sort of larger sphere, but it's something somewhat different because astrology is deeply technical. It is essentially based in both science and math, and you're working with exact numbers and exact planetary placements. So you really need precise figures. That's why you need an exact birth time to have a birth chart. So you are working with um, something a lot more technical than I'm working with when I work with the cards. Now, I am an astrologer and I am a professional tarot reader. I'm an intuitive consultant, but I primarily specialize in tarot. So I do a lot of times bring my understanding of astrology in, but I don't read birth charts. The reason why I don't read birth charts is I'm not good at math. If I'm not really good at math, I'm not going to be the greatest astrologer in the world, and it wouldn't really be fair to be a consulting astrologer. Now, I'm a consulting intuitive consultant that works with a consulting tarot reader, but the reason why I can do that at least, um, and it's not to say that you have to have the amount of experience I that I have to step into the space. You don't. I mentor people all the time who are just coming to tarot. I happen to have worked with the cards for 22 years. But I also, where my experience comes from is not technical at all. It's my intuition coupled with my experience. And I've worked with thousands of people all around the world, thousands of different types of people. And I've seen a lot of shit. And I connect that with the cards. And I've also been doing this for most of my life. So that's when you're working with someone like me, you're buying that expertise. Okay. Mm-hmm, yeah. And that and that is credible, right? I have hundreds of reviews online. You can, you know, you can also talk to lots of my clients. Like I have lots of verifications for my skills, but those are all going to be based on someone's experience. And so it's not going to be nearly as definitive as something like astrology where there are certifications that one can and I would recommend should um sit for and essentially become certified as the way you become certified any, with anything else. It's the ISIR is the main one. And most of the um, consulting astrolog- astrologers that I know of, um, that I trust, that I personally get readings from are ISAR certified. Um, maybe not every single one of them, but you can start to really, co- once you start to understand astrology yourself, you you know kind of who knows what. And a good rule of thumb is like, are they just telling you something or are they talking to you about the planets are doing and why? That's what you're going to want to look at. And you're going to also going to want to maybe consult a few people to kind of see if there's a consistency. Different readers are going to interpret different planets in different ways. But at the same time, we're working off history. We're working off um, the knowledge of what these planets have consistently done throughout the entire history of humanity. So we have a lot of data to work with and you're going to see consistencies there. Wow. Okay. So... That's it's all so fascinating. I, I'm just so mm-hmm. blown away by the fact that Reagan had an astrologer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I wonder who Biden's is. Um, he does not have one. I tell you, he really doesn't. Is it the, <laughs> is it the Catholicism or or is it? Uh, I, I think it's probably um, the patriarchal sort right. of notion that astrology is bullshit, even though it really isn't but you know what keep thinking that because the thing is these things align it's gravity essentially like I mean it's not the same thing as gravity but it is it works in the same way of gravity like you can not like gravity you can think gravity's bullshit you can hate gravity you're still gonna fucking fall if you (laughs) fall right like what goes up is gonna come down and um, the planets are gonna be what the planets gonna be your internet ain't working today because mercury just stationed out of retrograde that's why that's why this is feeling the way it is. Right. And you can like it, not like it. It is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. But if you want to arm yourself with understanding it, then you can prepare yourself and respond to it. If you want to do that, by all means, it makes your life easier. I know for a fact it makes my life a hell of a lot easier. But do you? Yeah. 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 I guess it just that's with everything though, right? So then is there a difference between like someone who's a like intuitive tarot reader and then like a psychic? 
or someone who well <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean so again we're gonna kind of just like be talking about different modalities so some psychics might use tarot some people you know there's different modalities um of doing divinatory work um I specialize in tarot that's what I do I don't read palms I don't read runes. I don't do numerology because I'm bad at math. So I don't do those things. Uh, One of my dear friends is primarily a palm reader, but she does all kinds of things. She's an intuitive painter. She actually painted the mural in my space. Um, She does cards. She does runes. She does lots of things. Um, But she's a specialist in palmistry. There's many different sort of nuances and different tools we can utilize to sort of in my definition, divination is being able to cross over that barrier. So yes, you would say, I mean, that does, I guess, fall under the the realm of psychics, but there's like mediums and Mm -hmm. that's an ability that I have actively chosen not to tune into. Right. Right. There's all kinds of different, there's like essentially like there's clairaudience, clairsentience, like there's basically the five sentences. There's a clair of that and you can develop those skills. Now some, like I think everybody can essentially has some that they are more heightened to, but some people just choose not to tune into it. Mm -hmm. And then for me, I was like, I don't want to be a medium. Like I absolutely fuck not. No, no, Mm -hmm. no, no, no. Um, now it's in my code of ethics that sometimes I do it if the certain cards indicate certain things, but it's not particularly comfortable. It's just something I feel like I should do. I also made a deal with my guides to sort of tune out anything that isn't sort of in that space. And that's between me, my guides and my clients. But, um, you know, if that's an active choice that I've chosen not to develop those skills. So I would say a psychic is maybe another type of divinatory professional or maybe a larger umbrella, but I prefer the term intuitive consultant because it it does better um, with bookings. Yeah, corporate <laughs> corporate clients are much likely to hire an intuitive consultant than they are a psychic, and so that's that's the term that I use. Gotcha. Well, so going back to like the the content and social media and like the impact it's had specifically with your line of work is, um, I just find that there it, it's just become sort of. I don't necessarily think it's entirely my algorithm or or but I do feel like just we're absolutely inundated with it because at first one I think it's become sort of like an aesthetic mm-hmm. and absolutely and which now everybody has wants tarot cards everybody wants crystals everybody's working with that so but one thing I want to know is what is there an appropriate amount to consume this content is there such a thing as too much tarot because you know Avery brought up earlier like there's just like it feels like there's like we don't only have readings for the the day we have it for the week the year the like the next 10 years my life (laughs) you know the planet the existence of the planet and I just wonder like is there too much do we really need to be pulling cards this much absolutely not um like (laughs) I love water. I stay hydrated. Too much water can kill you. Like there's too much of a good thing always. So yeah, you definitely want to put limits on the ways in which you're working with divination or magic in general. So great example of this. My dear friend and mentor, celebrity astrologer, Aliza Kelly, who has a massive following on social media, on TikTok and on Instagram, has consistently deals with fucking bullshit from a bunch of kiddos who get all pissed off when astrologers like Aliza tell you you need to you know it's good advice it's good spiritual hygiene to pause your manifestation practice during eclipses eclipses are too volatile to do magic during it is truly basic 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 shit and these kiddos get very upset about it and like you know like get up in our dms and shit and it's like 
you can't do magic all the time. You have to pause. That is that manifestation is about casting the spell and then taking your hands off the wheel so it can come into your life. And that is the most vital part of it. So you really cannot be doing magic all the time. Now, I say that as a person who does magic 50 to 50 plus hours a week, usually professionally. So I do magic all the time, but I do it for different people. And the thing about tarot is you got to get your insight from it and then apply that insight. It's just like mm-hmm. anything, right? You could go to 40 different therapists, but if you're not integrating the, the, the wisdom, it's not going to work, you know? And that's the same thing with any sort of divination. So yeah, there is absolutely a limit to how much you want to consume. Now, um, everyone has to figure out their own boundaries with that, right? And so I know these algorithms are designed to just inundate you. Um, so it, that again, critical thinking, gotta be a conscious consumer. You have to take personal responsibility and monitor and manage how much you're consuming, just like how many Cheetos you eat, you know, like, or, you know, whatever else you need to, to man- monitor your consumption of. Um, this is definitely um, no different from that. Right. And I kind of just feel like something that you said, I just, I also feel like, you know, because I do hear a lot about manifesting and I'm so glad you said mentioned the eclipse thing because so many people on TikTok are out here giving advice on like things that you can do during the eclipse, during whatever to uh, heighten your manifestations. And it's like, oh, OK. Now, I didn't know that. And but it also <laughs> begs to question um, if manifestation, not manifestation, the practice, but sort of has been uh, kind of become so, tainted and used uh as a term to kind of push hustle culture oh yeah absolutely i think there, we've there's we talked about this before positivity yeah episode. It, yeah no i think it's absolutely intertwined um that's just not how manifestation actually works so like i laugh when you said like heightening your your magic during all those sweet summer children <laughs> y'all are in for some shit you don't even know so but, like um, so like my black thoughts and prayers my <laughs> question is so like if someone is saying this stuff it's like is it like what should i assume that they're either just pulling it out of their ass or like where are they getting this like right who yeah would i go to to like actual get real advice or like who's like who's yeah. legit experts like in me yeah. like yeah. there are people that have proven their credit and their, their credentials through experience um people that like um i talk about aliza and aliza yeah she has a great social media following but she's a really legitimate astrologer she, she studied under annabelle gatt who is another mentor of mine who is um not i think we're the same age but she's been working with astrology since she was a child so she is you know one of the greatest living astrologers in my opinion um you can look to somebody like jessica Lanyato, who's so generous with the free content that she gives out um you could look to chani nicholas i mean there there are these sort of celebrity astrologers that are very legitimate you could also look to um the astrology podcast by chris brennan it's not super glamorous every episode's about three hours long um it is these are those are legitimate astrologers those people mm-hmm. make their money doing astrology which is why you don't hear about them because they busy make making money like that's what they're, they're busy living they're busy just doing the work of astrology because it's right. not that glamorous right. astrologers have been around forever we're gonna be around forever like mm-hmm. so um we're just it's just honestly just a career like anything else i'm, I'm and, and you know what i'm grateful that it's having a moment because it brings more clients to me it's like free advertising for me in that way in a lot of ways but i You're um seeing the you know seeing it everywhere tarot astrology everywhere right the trendiness free, yeah the trendiness the, of the it, trendiness the aesthetic of it Got but it. it won't last right and so i can't build my career on that because i need sustainability i need clients yeah so i um in 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 it's it's consistent throughout time and lignato has spoken on this at length. Aliza has spoken on it. Chris Brennan has spoken on it. All, all, 
credential cred- credible people i mentioned um astrology witchiness esoteric arts they're trendy and they tend to align with when um there's a lot of uncertainty in the collective so um but you see it consistently i mean they they remade the craft for a reason we had the craft when i was a kid too yeah. so like um <laughs> like there these things the come in sucked. waves it did um but these things come in waves and the that's why a lot of the people that are the real deal astrologers that have done this work day in and day out since, you know, for decades aren't really getting super caught up in it because we know that's not sustainable. Mm. And we also know there's going to be a backlash. And just as much as we're being benefited right now by this like trendiness, we're going to also have to deal with the fucking backlash. And I definitely, we definitely want to go into that later, but before we get into that, because I think like that's going to be what we want to, so stay tuned. Sure. Um, I, I going back to this sort of trendiness, I feel like where we saw the trend come in is sort of the um, the love for horoscopes. We love our signs, don't we? Mm -hmm. We love it. And um, I think like it kind of built with astrology, especially the blow up of tarot, because we started seeing uh, general readings for tarot for your sign. Right. And that's where I believe it started on social media and it's just blown up because they have to be able to read for a collective. They have to right. be able to Absolutely. read generally. Um, so a lot of online tarot readers and astrologers do general Zodiac readings for the month, for the week, for the year. Um, does your sign impact your reading at all? Do you like It could. Yeah. I mean, um, so I have a patreon because like once again i don't do this for fun and i don't do it for free i do it for professionally so i do have a patreon and i do a lot of the similar things that people do for free on the internet to my paying clients who have worked with me for a long time i'm deeply grateful for them we build relationships together and one of the services i provide exclusively for them is i will work with the tarot from a more astrological perspective i will be considering their charts i will be talking to them about um astrological um ongoing events that are occurring that's affecting them and we do rituals each month around it and I do pull a card each month for each sign I encourage people to look at their their chart see where these things are occurring in their chart and see where they can apply this advice so what I do is I'm like okay so this is the card I'm pulling for Gemini so what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to look for where Gemini is in your chart and this is where you're going to see this type of activity occurring so that's Mm. like how you're going to want to apply that so I'm calling I'm looking at what like Gemini energy I'm understanding what's going on in the sign of Gemini in the sky and I'm then talking about that through the lens of the tarot so yes I do provide that service for a very niche and very small group of people well not super small join my patreon join us um but but for for people that are for that are you know invested in the service so I do I do think that that is a valid way of reading tarot if you're thinking about it from like that technical perspective I also understand if you're trying to reach a large audience you need to sort of make things more specific to certain people and I get that um do I think that's particularly valid? I don't know. Like, I have a dear friend named Natasha who is a fan. You should follow her. Natasha Reads underscore on Instagram. She's fantastic. And she does do a lot of readings for each individual sign. And they resonate with me deeply because I know Natasha's character. I also know the caliber of her work. And I also know that she knows what she's talking about when she's talking about Virgo energy. Mm. So I, I I know her because I trust her because I know she's legitimate. Um so I also, but I also, you know, I, I know other people in the, in my colleagues in the industry that do more general readings, maybe not that way with like signs that I know are doing legitimate work that are tuning into something that's resonating with me, resonating with the collective. I do think it's absolutely possible. I just think with the amount of people doing it, 
I'm very skeptical and I also have concerns of the inundation of how much content people are taking in without the ability to apply it. Now, if you're getting something out of it, I'm not here to tell you that's invalid, right? But you're certainly not getting the same thing that you're going to get with a session with me because it's just not, it's not possible, right? Like for someone to- Do you mind breaking that down a little bit? You said you're concerned about the inundation of the amount that people are getting that. Right. Can you break that down? What, what exactly do you mean by that? Is it specifically by taking in- like, for example, me, like a Taurus reading, like taking in too many. Is that what you're trying yeah, to Yeah, because it's going to give you just like so much information. How could you ever apply any of it? I see. Mm. So hmm. is it kind of like if you're taking in too many, like how are you going to follow any sort of advice if you're just right. getting way exactly. too much Exactly. Exactly. And also, I haven't seen your birth chart, but I'm willing to guess that you don't have every planet in Taurus. So you're only really looking at a very specific part of your life. Right. Actually, uh, I guess I want to ask that, too, because I've also seen this as like, so for for me, I'm a Taurus sun, Leo moon, Leo rising. Ooh, I got to tell you something, babe. Yeah? You don't want to, don't be looking, you can want to do Taurus horoscope secondary, but sis, you got to be looking at Leo. That's what I've heard. <laughs> I've heard. So I always look at Leo. Um, good, good, heard, good. Because uh, I heard good, good, that. Good. Sorry, like, I didn't mean that felt like a little bit condescending. No, I didn't no, mean no, it no, to no, 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 no. I apologize. No, not at all. I don't know what the fuck I'm, t- I always want to hear because I'm interested. But like, that's the other thing of like, I feel like people are always checking for their sun sign. Yeah, and, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, that doesn't mean, okay, so you could apply that. I would apply your sun sign secondary. I happen to be the same sun and rising sign. So I got lucky. I only have to read the one. I do have a Pisces moon. I don't, pardon me. I don't really read. I didn't, I hit the microphone. I don't really read Pisces as much. I mean, some things resonate with me, but it's not really the way I'm taking in advice. Um, the re- so the reason why you're going to run a read, um, your horoscope, from your rising sign is that determines where your chart is. And so when someone is, so so a legitimate astrologer is not just going to be like, you're going to have a great week for in your career. They're <laughs> going to say in your 10th house, you have this activity occurring. So that could mean right. these things in your career. So if you mm. are a Leo rising sign, that's going to be determining where your 10th house is. Your 10th house is going to be, um, because I'm a Virgo. So your 10th house would be, um, See, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to do astrology. This is why I'm not a consulting astrologer. Um, your 10th house would be in um, cancer. So you're going to want to kind of look at that, right? And so it's that is what you're how you're going to want to receive that information. If you're reading it for Taurus, it's going to have your 10th house in the wrong place. So it actually won't affect your career at all. It's going to affect some other part of your life. Holy shit. Um, okay, see, I, even then I'm like, damn, I'm learning. It's like I'm learning stuff. And I, the thing is, is like there is so much content out there that I have been watching that I have been trying to apply to my life that I guess wasn't even working for me. But but here, but it comes back to if you got a piece of advice out of that and it resonated with you and it right. helped you make a healthy decision, I don't know, right? Who's to right. say that was bad? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's fair for mm-hmm. me to say that's bad, but how could you parse that out if you're taking in just so much all you're the right. time? Yeah. So I that's where my concern is. And it's not to say that, that's not to say that it, it isn't, um, a healthful practice to like uh, to find practitioners that you like and to 
view their content. If they're being generous enough with their time and energy to put free stuff out there for you, that's such a wonderful gift that they're giving mm-hmm. you. If they are someone who you've vetted and you can trust, what a wonderful thing that someone would be offering. Like Chris Crossini is a great example of a person who does um, monthly readings for the collective for a sign. Um, but you're going to want to apply that wisdom to where that part is in your chart, right? So you could watch all of all of his readings because you got 12 signs in your birth chart, right? right. We all do. Um, but that's such a wonderful gift that Chris gives, right? Um, to, to the collective, but he is a very legitimate practitioner. Right. So I feel confident sending, you know, his content into the world or, or co-signing on it or sharing it with my clients or sharing with my friends because I, I trust him. Um, that is not necessarily going to be, and I think true of, a lot of folks, and it's not to say that they can't enter the space or have something to say, because I don't think that's fair. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think it is important that you consider just like anything in an industry, you got to kind of look to your elders, those who have been doing it for a long time, and kind of see um, that we have wisdom um, that you probably don't have because you don't have the experience. Right. Gotcha. Because I don't think any part of this discussion should be like prohibiting people from like wanting to get into tarot. No, no, please, like, absolutely start, not. But like, absolutely not. I think just like for me, it's just be careful of the advice you take. Make sure it's not just from someone who's trying to like wa- ride the waves of this exactly. aesthetic to gain followers and popularity versus someone who is actually a practitioner of this and has like has a lot of knowledge. Yeah, and is either like certified in astrology or like has a lot of experience in like clients and years with tarot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because, uh, you know, and this may sound shady and I hope it doesn't, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, I think there are some of these TikTokers out here who bought a deck and are pulling cards. And now I could be completely ignorant in this and you can help me with this because I want to learn. Yeah, I think I had I have always thought my understanding were that tarot cards, every tarot card has sort of a meaning like uh, it means something. It represents something. So I wonder, you know, are these are there people out there just buying a tarot deck being like, I'm going to take advantage of these views, this aesthetic, this trend, and I'm going to pull cards and act like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Is that is that possible or is it do tarot cards have a meaning based off the intuition? So it's, it's both. That? Yeah, I do. And it's, it's I think I think so. And I think the answer is both. So uh, and I and I, I do coach folks in working with the cards and I do kind of teach the basics. Also, when I do teach as I teach from my experience, I'm like, OK, this is the way I've seen this show up in a, new, a number of different ways over the course of 22 years. So I, I but in, in general. So let's just talk specifically about the minor arcana. So um, there's two portions of the tarot deck, the major and the minor. We're going to set the major aside, just talk about the minor, which is essentially structured after a standard playing card deck. So you start to pretty quickly pick up on all of your cups, all of your pentacles, all of your wands, all of your swords. They kind of have a general meaning. And that's also true of like all of your aces, your twos, your threes. So it starts to become like this like chart you can build in your head where you see these two things intersect. But like if I were to be like, if I were to pull the Ace of Cups and be like an emotional new beginning and then stop there, you would be like, okay. (laughs) Like, you know, I would need to say more, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, 
but there's many different ways an emotional new beginning can take hold. So I'm going to be looking at the cards around it. I'm going to be thinking about what I'm picking up on you. If we've worked together for a long time, I'm going to be thinking about what the cards have indicated. I'm not going to ever be trying to put myself in your head, but I'm going to be contextualizing things. Now, I'm the type of reader who doesn't want to ask you a bunch of questions or have you ask me a bunch of questions going into it. That's a particular style. It's actually not the most common style. Most most of the time, and honestly, I think it's a good practice is to like have a dialogue about like, this is what I'm trying to figure out. You know, don't leave the, don't make the reader try to like prove to you their skills. But like <laughs> right. at mm-hmm. the same time, um, I think it does it, it, it at the end of the day, it's like what's resonating with you. But if you're finding you're watching video after video after video and it's all resonating with you, girl, do you know what resonates with you at all? Maybe the, the starts with you, right? Like <laughs> yeah. that's where the journey starts, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I think that that's where you're going to want to maybe just like put the phone down maybe or maybe keep the phone up, but just like therapist, like get your therapist out, talk to her about it <laughs> right? <laughs> or them, uh, maybe not he, you yeah. know. She or them. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that might be where you want to go with that, you know, but um, that's, that's, I, I think, yes, to answer your question more specifically, yes, there is a basis of what we're working with, but it's also, um, that's not really the art of reading tarot, right? And that's not really the benefit of working with someone like me either, is you want to understand how this resonates in a bunch of different scenarios and situations and it's my job to tell you a story right. I, I i just tell people a story and the cards support the story i'm telling right that's really all i'm doing would you agree though like with this statement i don't think that that person should be out here coming off as a credible source no absolutely not um i don't think they should be coming off as a credible source but Sweetie, i mean practice your tarot learn your tarot do your thing right but i don't think you should be coming off and selling merch and right getting lots but of also i want to say it seems like it seems to me it just feels like it puts like a almost like a scam it's a scam right yeah, but yeah, but yeah. i also want to say i am pro scam <laughs> like joey and the scammer is an icon yeah. so like um, and you're, and the thing is like, like you're not scamming on me. Cause like they're going to pay you their whatever. And then they're going to realize you don't know shit. And then they're going to come to me to fix it. And I'm going to be like, Oh, okay. And then they're, and then they're going to become my client. So I Icon. keep on rocking in the free world. Like I also like, you know, whatever, like ride the, ride the wave. You're not, you're not really taking money out of my pocket, you know? Yeah, so yeah. I'm like not really concerned about you. Right. Um, now does it delegitimize the practice overall? Yes. But we've been dealing with that shit forever. So I mean, yeah. whatever. It's same see, old shit, see. different fucking decade. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> okay. Okay. Work. Okay. All right. That, that's good. Um, I like that outlook. Um, uh, I also wanted, I think I, I showed you some of these, um, but these are like really popular on TikTok and Instagram. The You're scrolling, you're scrolling, you're scrolling. Mm-hmm. Stop. If you came across this reading, it's probably meant for you. Right. I, hmm, how do you feel about that? Because I, they're, yeah. uh, our roommate's um, uh, brother, younger brother, he is a practicing witch and, um, he really does not like that because uh what did he say he said he doesn't he just feels like it's just not legitimate it's too general and also it's fair to say that it's probably has something to do with your algorithm oh yeah 100 percent yeah um i i mean i think i think it comes back to like the essentials of critical thinking you know like vet your sources um i i I just think uh, do you think it's like it just is like what you said like you can take what you will from it and if it works it works if it doesn't doesn't. you got to consider you're gonna get what you pay for Mm -hmm. 
A free reading is a free free reading. You know, I was at a bar the other night and like this is something that happens a lot with like burgeoning intuitives that don't know how to handle it and like maybe also need a lot of therapy. Um, Like they just want to like tell you things and that's really like a consent violation. So please don't do that. Um, But she did say some shit that was very real. And I was like, girl, you got talent. You also got problems. So like, let's work on those first. (laughs) But like, um, you ain't wrong, you know, like uh, so but you get what you pay for, right? And so I think some, I think let's be really generous here. Let's make generous assumptions as Dr. Brene Brown would have us. <laughs> and let's say these kids just really are excited about like their intuitive abilities and it's resonating with people and they just really want to get it out there. I think that's cute, right? I, I think mm. that's cute. It's also like works for me because then people are going to come and like get real services for me. So thank you. Love yeah. it. Keep <laughs> on keeping on. Um, and, and maybe one day, you know, like you'll build it up. May, and maybe right now, you know, you might maybe making a little money from this. Like you might, you, you might be doing well. It's not going to last unless you put sustainability into it. Mm. You know, like it's not going to last until uh, there's a reason why I'm not out here doing free readings, right? Maybe I got a Versace watch on, but I don't have that time. Right. I got I to watch. I don't have time. Like I got, I got business to do. Right. But everyone has to start from somewhere. Everybody has to kind of find their way. Everyone has to build their confidence, which is another thing. Mm. Now, what I would like seriously recommend to any burgeoning readers out there, if you want to read for people and you don't really have the skill set to charge for it, donations, baby, donations, let them pay you because your time is valuable. Even if your skills aren't, your time is. So charge for your time. Let them pay you what they want. And then that also helps validate your skills and build them up. And you're not just like putting a bunch of free shit into the ether that may not be actually um, bringing you back what you want. Because we have to think about too, when you're putting all this out here, because we're talking about the harmful effects of it, right? So if you're contributing to harm, mm. you're doing harm. Right. So make it, you know, like I, I, if this is, if this has value, if you believe it has value, then you should be charging for your work. Right. Gotcha. And then as a consumer, it's just you get what you pay for. You get what you pay for. And it's free. And if it works for you, it works for you. If it doesn't, it doesn't. All right. I think that's fair. Um, Is there anything else you wanted to ask? Um, This is kind of a jokey question, but I came across this TikTok a few like weeks ago. Just as uh, like it's kind of an astrology question. So this was a TikTok about powerful like duos. And they said... (laughs) This is, oh god this is completely a joke but they said for they Be said honest, you mean it uh pisces and taurus are a very powerful duo oh. we really understand each other but we'll get nothing done <laughs> so once again this is pop astrology and pop astrology just yeah. isn't really going to paint a full picture for you uh-huh so if you both so if we have two individuals and one has a pisces stellium and one has a taurus stellium they're both sort of dominated by those planets that might be true um if am just, i dominated by leo though since i have them as a moon and a rising i would have to see your whole chart to really have uh, a full understanding um okay. i would say yes probably more so than taurus but i have to see your whole chart to see mm-hmm. you know where like you might have just those two leo planets and nothing else which wouldn't be a full stellium it would just be a few planets so mm-hmm. um but like i think you you have to understand how vast astrology is how vast just your own chart is right so if you're just thinking about your sun sign you really yeah maybe you identify with some of those archetypes and great right but like that's not really what astrology is that's just sort of something silly and fun it's not mm-hmm. real and it's not to say astrology is like real or not real that's not the debate i'm really interested in. i, I do charge a thousand dollars an hour to debate the veracity of astrology so i'm not going to do that right now unless someone wants to pay a thousand dollars in which case <laughs> venmo mac m-a-k dash 
J-A-G-G-E-R. Link. Uh, yeah, and I'll send you a Zoom link. Um, but in, in what I'm trying to say here is that astrology is way more vast and way more complex. Like we were talking about earlier, like um, I was saying, like, if you want to think about astrology as a sandwich, it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. The time is the peanut butter. History is the um, the jelly. People are the bread and like the solar system is the plastic bag that the sandwich is in. And that's basically all it is. But at the same time, it's classic for a reason. And it's um, way, it transcends sort of like this really um, sort of pop astrology. Why pop astrology has been so demonized is because it is, it is, extru- it's bullshit. <laughs> like that's, yeah. that's a point. It's <laughs> bullshit. Um, but you, once you start to learn the basics of astrology, like I said, a legitimate astrologer is not going to tell you something's going to happen in your career. They're going to tell you it's happening in your 10th house. Mm. And that's a distinguishment to take a look at. <laughs> so we actually don't know for a powerful duo yet. No. <laughs> Well, also, you know, I, 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 I have a friend of mine recently was talking to me about how she thinks it's like wild that I don't know my best friend's chart. I don't know my parents' chart. I don't by dating a person. I don't want to know their chart because you want to get to know the person. Mm-hmm. You don't want to you don't want to date or the chart. My best friend is my best friend, not because of her planetary placement. She's a Libra sun. And that's literally all I know. And that's fine. Yeah. Because that's not what makes her my best friend that's right refreshing to hear something like that from you because i do feel like they're that they're, that's that classic meme lately uh from um the patriarchy about uh if she asking for your is she asking for your birth date you know you're dating an astrology hoe and like all of that or like you know like oh you know we there you see those memes like everywhere and i feel like there's kind of become this like sort of meme and like joke of like you know people are constantly asking like oh what's your sign mm-hmm. you know what's your mm-hmm. sign you know are we compatible because of that and i just think it's just... <laughs> maybe you want to know people's like whole birth charts yeah right it's probably not a healthy way to it's not. approach a relationship it's not and, I, and but the thing is, it, once again though if this is getting people interested in astrology and that becomes a tool that helps them navigate through this very hard world right wonderful but make sure you're using it I guess, I guess use it to use it to the fullest extent it works for you. So if sun sign astrology is all you have the capacity for, then that's perfectly fine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know much about like crystals or oils. I go to people that do, but like I have some, right? Because they're fun to me, but I don't really know what they mean because I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not someone who studies that stuff. And mm-hmm. so I think work with what works for you, leave what doesn't. The golden rule of divination. But I have a question for y'all. Yeah. Um, okay. So I am notoriously like not on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I, I, I literally passed my threshold of 1,500 followers on Instagram the other day. And that was a big deal to me, not because of, it's obviously a very small number in the concept of things, but those are 1,500 clients. My, only the people that follow me on Instagram are people that are my clients for the most part. So I've never really been sold on social media as a good use of my time because I don't do free shit. You right. know that. But I was talking to my nail girl the other day shout out to foxy claws in uh, austin texas and she was talking to me about you know how she does get business from just the basics of running her tiktok and i can always take more business maybe mm-hmm. we can always have more versace so um <laughs> don't get me wrong i love my work i love my clients anyone who works with me knows that but I don't do this shit for fun or for free. I do it for work. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me how, how can I make TikTok work for me? How can I translate that into dollars and cents? Because you know if it don't make dollars, it does not make sense. I think the best thing about TikTok, if I'm honest, is a fu- I like to laugh. 
I, I do like to learn, but I like to laugh. Okay, and cool. That's and if I can like get some sort of information downloaded quickly, but in a fun way, great. And if you're not interested in doing like pulling cards on TikTok, I don't think you have to because it sounds like it's a saturated market, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I would love to. What you you had mentioned something earlier of like you know if if there is this stuff going on collectively. I'd love to hear from an expert on how to navigate the week sure. on based off what you're seeing in the collective. That's something that I would cool. generally love to see. Also, just like cute aesthetic stuff. You have a new cute space. I do. See, I have a very visually appealing place in the Arboretum in Austin, Texas. It's very cute if I do so so myself. And so I, I probably should be, you know, using this medium to reach the people where yeah. the people are um i was thinking you know mostly tiktokers elite at first it seemed like it was a bunch of kids i'm like kids don't have any money but now i know lots of people are on tiktok so everybody's, everybody's on tiktok, TikTok. Yeah. They, they tell you now like if you're not on tiktok you're doing something wrong so yeah. right especially but- when it comes i find like even like what is it like into like um not intuitive consultants but there's like a lot like a lot of people like who have podcasts that we right. know use like um, TikTok and like Instagram Reels to just like it's a, it's a medium to like give people a bite size of you because it's like right. it's only what max 60, 60 seconds. seconds OK max yeah. 60 seconds so like what can you do in like less than 60 seconds it's going to get someone interested in yeah interested in you and yeah. then like makes sense to me it does it does yeah and, and then, like how much of those people will be driven to like your business it's just like I feel like a lot of people like the the it could be potentially a lot like we yeah. even talked about in a previous episode like there's this one girl on like mental breakdown tiktok who was selling merch that's and a she, thing and she po- just posts her oh, honey yes she yes she just got her episode she just posts her mental breakdowns on like her crying well, in the car, I could do and that? she sell merches yeah you, you sell merch do you, does so anybody like, want the merch about me listening to the murder podcast and being like for them yeah like like honestly like you could even just post like your rants because i know you're very passionate about social justice and bringing awareness to things going on in our political systems and i think that's great i love hearing other people's perspectives and i just i think you could do anything because at the end of the day i think if you know if you're putting yourself out there there is your clients come to you people come to you to spend money because of your experience but they also come to you because they fuck with you they 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 love your vibe you know what i mean and i feel like that's great like and also like you know even um i'm even interested like just as a person who knows you i'm like how does this bitch wake up in the morning how does she like does she just like wake up and like check you know how she people read the newspaper and drink the coffee are you looking at like cards and you know like what's your I, I'm morning routine at, yeah i'm looking at the astrology of the day or the <laughs> week i do that on mondays usually um but you no know, that's interesting thank you for that feedback because it does sound like maybe um because i do have like it, with instagram which i'm very comfortable with uh, i ha- but i don't really like use beyond anything to keep in touch with my clients and friends that i already have yeah. like i'm not really using it as a broader marketing tool right now um somewhat but not really but i have like my pro- my professional instagram which is really just content geared toward my business and sometimes i you know, repost other things that I think are interesting, but I don't do a whole lot of original content there. Right. And then my personal Instagram, which is like where I talk about politics and feminism and all the things that are really personal to me and my identity outside of my work. But it sounds like from y'all, the feedback I'm hearing is like an amalgamation of those two. Yeah, I'd love that. I, I you know, the people that I spend money on and I invest in, it's because they 
not only do I see that the quality of their work, I love what they do, but I also like their personality. I like the right. things that they stand for. Um, I'm just, that's the type of consumer I am. Well, same. I mean, you know, like a lot of the folks that I mentioned today, um, it's, and I've had the, you know, being in this industry, I've had the, the good fortune of meeting several of them and getting to know them, um, at least, you know, as acquaintances, not really friends, but acquaintances. And I, it's because I, I do genuinely like them as people. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I believe in the character and the integrity of what they're doing. And I know, you know, that they're putting quality work out. And honestly, like I, like I said, I do this work um, to sustain myself, but I do love it, right? I wouldn't do it right, if I didn't love it. I don't think anyone um, can even argue that. You definitely love it. Like, You're very I do- passionate about I it. I love the work. I love my clients. Um, and I want to, you know, it's a way of being of service. It's sort of why I got into it when I did was to be of service during a time where it felt like a calling. And if that's what these little kids out here are doing, my God, like, Lord bless them. Let's keep it going. Like, yeah. that's, that's a great thing, right? Yeah. So that's what we said. We were like, we're out here as millennials and zillennials. What do we, what do we, what do we love about this? We want answers. We want meaning. We're searching. <laughs> we need help. <laughs> right. <laughs> and my concern is that that's not necessarily what the tools are actually designed for. Mm. Um, They're designed to help yourself. Right. You're not going to get the answers from me, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's never going to be. It's the guidance. It's the guidance. But it, it's like, it's like the you know, we've talked about this before. It's the trap of the, you just keep reading self-help books, but you're not actually helping yourself. Right. You're just stacking and stacking and stacking and giving those people the money and that coin. But you're really just not fixing yourself. And um, there's no substitute for the work ever. Right. Exactly. Ever. Exactly. And I, I, I love that you are very passionate about communicating that, this is a stepping stone in your work. Like, so I, I just think that that's great. Um, you know, I had a therapist said, said to me recently, um, my therapist was like, you know, I'm, I'm not doing my job if you continuously keep coming back to me after so, so long. Right. Now, I think with tarot, it's like a different re- like different thing. It's not necessarily yeah. therapy because you're not necessarily. It's not. I'm yeah. not a therapist. Um, and, I, and I really recommend having both. Um, <laughs> and, and don't treat me like I'm your therapist. I'm not. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think, uh, you know, it is. It, but here's the thing. I work with different clients in different ways. I have a Patreon so I can sustain the clients that want to work with me very frequently. Um, that's not the majority of my clients. It's, it's a small portion. The majority of my clients I see anytime from, you know, once a year to a couple times a year to as needed as necessary. And that's perfectly fine because once they've had an experience with me, they know when to come back to me when it's time. Yeah. And so I'm always open to like broadening my client base and adding more, which is where I think TikTok could come in and be helpful because I do want to reach more people that I can genuinely help. But the thing is, I also, my time is extremely valuable. So is yours. And so you have to be invested in the work we do together for it to matter. Right. And I think that's, that's important to consider too. Yeah. Well, um, we've covered a lot and I think um, you had mentioned earlier and I think this is going to be our final question and I think it's going to be the biggest juiciest one cool you talked about you've you alluded to um, an an uh, impending backlash mm-hmm. um, and which leads me into are there any astrological events coming up that you think the collective and the world should know about and be ready for 
and and kind of I just I want you to break down the the backlash portion and then if that plays into any astrological events or anything that you think yeah we should know about absolutely um okay so again I think we you know take a quick step back to look at the the thing I was saying earlier about astrology is the study of history and time mm-hmm. and how p- humans respond to certain energies that the planets bring so um we are there's a couple signatures that we want to be concerned with um now i will say we just survived some shit 2020 was um astrologically significant in a variety of ways and a lot of the things that played out were very much um you know very much aligned with historical significances of those planets but some of the things that are happening it's interesting we've been talking quite a bit about cryptocurrencies today yeah um uranus is in taurus and the last time uranus uranus was in taurus was the great depression was the dust bowl was the new deal um was uh, the f forming of the fdic um and also many different things innovations around basically food and money so um beyond meat that's a big uranus and taurus signature um cryptocurrency whether or not it it succeeds um whether or not the market sustain the housing market's crazy right now you know Mm -hmm. all that is uranus and taurus uranus and saturn are in a square basically all year saturn loves order structure saturn is daddy happy father's day saturn we appreciate you whatever (laughs) just kidding saturn i eat saturn peaches on the solstice for father's day and to honor saturn and to ask it to be nice to me um but saturn (laughs) is structure and order and big daddy and uranus is as my my esteemed astrologer Annabelle Gatt often says the planet of unimaginable upgrades but it's destabilization it's the tower in tarot you know it is mm-hmm. um it is it is destabilizing and so Uranus and Taurus is destabilizing a lot of the things in our financial networks in the way we think about food the things that sustain us and that's going to go on for I think about four more years and I'm not precise exactly when it stops we still have a quite a while we're about half we're, we're about the halfway mark of this particular transit and it's it's gonna get real funky things are gonna be very different um this is if- sort of a side question then but there seems to also in TikTok be an uprising of this, like, I mean, capitalism. We, mm-hmm. I don't want to go too into it, but a lot there's a lot of people on TikTok really hating on capitalism and think that it's coming to a crash. Is that Uranus and Taurus? Um, it's it's a mixed bag as always, but Uranus right. and Taurus is there, definitely stirring the pot. Another thing we're and I'm not going to want to freak people out too much about it. It's a lot to really process and. Um, there's a lot of sort of misinformation about it, but the United States is facing its Pluto return. Pluto is a destructive planet. Um, Pluto is actually really active today. So if you're feeling like destroying some shit, that's why, um, Pluto. So, uh, most nations don't survive their Pluto returns. It, it's historically significant that around that, that mark it's, uh, and the United States has never had one because Pluto takes like 220 five years to orbit something mm-hmm. like that so um bitch what the fuck? It, yeah, most, it, most so, nations don't live past like 200 years yeah, yeah well downfall. i mean not in the form that they're in now right uh-huh. yeah um i mean there are definitely nations that are much older pretty much it, literally pretty much all of them except for us so i mean there's just the the way that united states is set up the way that it works it's not going to be the same in short we're in our lifetime we're going to see probably an upending of that in some way does that mean it's bad no i think it's fucking great but it's going to be hard it's yeah, going to be very yeah, hard. Yeah. Um, another thing to look at more specifically in terms of a backlash to um, something like astrology or tarot or esoteric practice in general is kind of ongoing right now. Um, the planet Jupiter has recently moved into Pisces. It's now retrograde. It's spinning back toward Aquarius where it's going to be from the end of July to December. And then from the first half of next year, December to May, Jupiter will be in Pisces. Jupiter in Pisces is actually quite lovely. It's Jupiter loves to be in Pisces. Jupiter is daddy, but in another way. Jupiter is good daddy. Saturn Saturn's bad daddy. 
Pluto is massy daddy. Um, Pluto's too small to be daddy. But anyway. Um, anyway. Anyway. Um, Jupiter likes to be in Pisces, but... Jupiter and Pisces can take things to extremes, especially like disassociation or, you know, you're going to want to watch your substance abuse uh, or use during Jupiter and Pisces. It just likes to like go hard into things. And one of the traditional associations that we want to look out for during Jupiter's time in Pisces is, and a lot of, there's a lot of Neptunian stuff happening as well as Neptune is also, Neptune is also in Pisces, cult activity and oh. um, high, like, like hybrid mind stuff and mm. like um false profiting and just like all that shit mm. is going to be on the rise in the course of the next year so it, a lot of people are tying in like the QAnon shit to this and like there's always like sort of the shady part of wellness culture that's going to be caught up in that fuck those people if you're <laughs> one of those people get out um but like there is that's a concern right that's mm. a very big concern it's a very very big concern um in it just historically in general which is People love uh, to hate us. They love us until they hate us. And so... Specifically, like, people within your line of work. Which is... Well, just witchcraft in general. Right. Those who practice witchcraft. So People hate witchcraft? What? Right. And I do identify (laughs) as a witch, but, like... um, And and some people who do my work don't, but I do identify as a witch. But in general, things that are associated with us us witchy bitches, a lot of times, get backlash. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And with it, it will wash away, you know, pretty much anybody, I think, who doesn't have a really rock solid stable career built up Mm. through clients so that's what you're going to want to be like if you're wanting to play the long game in this industry and i again i've only been in this industry for four years so which is you know it's it's not a lifetime um but i do feel very stable where i am in it Mm. and comfortable with the growth that i'm experiencing and i think i prioritize things in a way that will allow me to create sustainability for myself um but I, I do think a lot of the trendiness will get washed away mm, and that mm-hmm. will be, that will harm me too. Cause a lot, I do benefit a lot from this. It is again, free advertising. Thank you mm-hmm. for that. So I do feel like, yeah, we, there will be a backlash. We'll have to deal with it. It'll be what it is. I know that it's going to come. I don't know when it's going to come. Um, I'm guessing sooner rather than later. Um, and it'll be something that we'll deal with at that time. Um, I'm not particularly concerned about it because I know the quality, the character of my business and the relationships I have with my clients. But I will say um, it's something to consider, uh, just like any trend. It yeah. doesn't stay trendy forever. So gotcha. it's what it is. So basically... Um when does the when's the Pluto return? <laughs> so it, we're already the the anoretic degree, so to speak. So we're already s- somewhat in it. I believe the year twenty twenty five keeps coming up. I didn't honestly. I mean, I, I. Here's the thing about astrology is. We can know these things are coming. We, we Astrologers knew 2020 and the events of that it was going to be chaotic and scary and hard. We don't know specifically how. Right, right, right. right. We, we, we did know. We do know that a lot of the astrological sig- signifiers last year are aligned with mass death events, specifically viral events, and also like upheavals around um, societal issues. Yeah. So like we, we do have, we had a general idea, right? But it, it was impossible yeah, to say specifically was literally to the day yeah it was when was so astrologically anorotic degrees it was when mars was as an anorotic degree um after being um in aries for like six months because yeah. it retrograded there so anorotic degrees are the last degree before it moves into a new sign so pluto's currently at an anorotic degree before it moves into so basically with the really quickly so you have um 
every year you have a birthday, right? And that's called your solar return because your sun comes around to where you where it was when you were born. Mm-hmm. Every 29 years, Saturn comes around. So people talk about your 29th year being your Saturn return and then your, your 59th year. It's, it's, it's a tough time. Um, so planets, they come around to where something was formed and that's the return date. So when we say the Pluto return to the United States, that is Pluto coming back to the exact moment where it was when the United States was formed. And there's a couple different birth charts that folks so when use they the United signed States. the declaration? Well, there's a few different, that's a whole different, that's a whole <laughs> rabbit hole. There's a three hour long astrological, ast- the astrology podcast just determining which birth chart of the United States is the most valid one. There's so many different ways Damn. of thinking about it. Um, but they're, they're all generally around the same time. So we like we know what degree Pluto was. So the mm-hmm. Pluto return is a little bit more affirmed. So when Pluto gets to where it was in the United States was formed, that's going to be the Pluto return. And we are at the anoretic degree, so the degree right before that. So it's, it's the 25th degree of Pluto. That's what it is. So we're at the 24th degree. What year that's going to happen? I honestly don't know off the top of my head. But we are we are essentially in it because the anoretic degree is like a point of intensity. Mm. It's like, so we are, think mm. about it like a TV series. We're in the penultimate episode, and then that will be the finale. Now, will it be the finale of the country or there's a finale of this chapter of it we don't know right Right. um but we are we are coming up to the finale of something wow this shit is fucking awesome what a time to be alive i know right it is a time to be alive yeah for the fuck sure yeah like and that's why once again i'm gonna speak right to y'all gen z you little precious sweet summer babies we love you because y'all are gonna be in for some shit and millennials we've been in for some shit too but Mm y'all are you're in it with us now so if y'all want to get into this as a tool to help you survive it i highly recommend it i'm here for it i support it right i love that i think i think we're good there like that's (laughs) what an amazing way to wrap it up into a beautiful bow of chaos beautiful beautiful chaos and yeah i think man it just i love breaking stuff down with you it's just the best time i learned so much and it makes me look at everything in such a cool way so yeah um so yeah i mean again i just want to plug everything because i know you're making big 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 girl moves big i am doing what i can with what i got um so i did recently open up my own tarot loft in austin texas in the arboretum neighborhood so it's on um 11 300 jollyville road um, upstairs in the ethereal gift collective which is a luxury gift shop and i have my own little space upstairs it's very cozy it's gorgeous light on the it's wall so cute. we so got nice. some really lovely sexy furniture it's very genie bottle vibes my dear friend larie hard shapes who's a wonderful wonderful intuitive painter and also a great palm reader did an intuitive painting on the wall and i also sell vintage clothes i sell some decks some spell tools um so you can come to the apothecary side and you can also come say hi to me i am by appointment only i also do lots of virtual sessions if you want to work with me virtually we can do that as well um so yeah that's what i do i do it all the time so come say hi yeah and we'll have everything linked down below and um you guys love mac consistently always um you guys are always coming out for her episodes so we appreciate the support and we love having you here oh thanks for having me i had a great time thank you all right guys well that's it for today's episode thank you so much for listening and as always we'll see you guys and speak to you very soon bye Bye.